Welcome to the School of Travels podcast. I'm your host, Becky Gillespie, and each week I bring you stories of how travel can truly change your life if you take the chance to get out on the road and step out of your comfort zone. My guests also share travel tips and lessons they've learned along the way, which I hope inspires you to let travel be your teacher. Hello, listeners. Welcome to another episode of the School of Travels podcast. This week, I'm bringing you part two of my three-part interview series from Argentina. Last episode, we got to chat with Mariana Somasa from Caracas, Venezuela, who moved with her family to Buenos Aires and had a number of entertaining travel experiences to share with us. This week, we moved to Córdoba, Argentina, and I get to reunite with a friend that I met last year in Portugal, Carlota Brown. She shares with us the lessons that she's learned while traveling on the road, but also discusses something that we haven't talked about much on this podcast, which is being comfortable in your hometown again, even after living out wanderlust and travel fantasies on the road. Carlota, when I met her, actually was on a vacation from her job in Córdoba, Argentina, which is also her hometown, and was feeling quite unsatisfied with the idea of having to go back to Córdoba. But when I met her again, she told me that actually now she is loving her hometown and really seeing the benefits and the values of basing herself there. And so I think you'll find that part of the interview very interesting. Welcome to episode 18 of the School of Travels podcast. Today I am here with my friend in her house, Carlota Brown. Carlota, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm very happy to be in this program. And well, we are in our house uh, Becky's at Argent- in Argentina, in Córdoba, and you're very welcome here. And, well, uh, let's start. Yes, thank you so much. First of all, I, w- I told you I was going to ask you this. Can you explain to the listeners um, how we met? Oh, well, it was very funny because we were in a hostel in Portugal, in South, is in Algarve. And we went to Lagos and we met in a hostel that it was very, very creepy. And <laughs> I don't know, it was very funny because there was no one there and it was very strange. So I don't know, it was like the Casper hostel, <laughs> I think. And well, we met there and we make excursions. And I think the best place to meet people is in a hostel. So I think it was awesome to meet you. And well... And that yeah. was it was very funny because that hostel was very fun. It and was it was like very strange. I, I think the most terrible hostel I've ever yes. stayed at. Yes. I don't know about you, but yeah, I think so. because I think it was a joke when I was in, like I saw the pictures in booking and after that when I when it appeared I don't know it was totally different and it happens in yeah. life, <laughs> so it was funny. I, I think like I, I from the worst situation. Yeah. I think I made a great friend. And that's yes, like cool... it was the worst situation because there was no one there, and I don't know the people who worked there at uh, the other day were supposed to quit. Quit. Right? I don't know. It was so weird. He like, told I you didn't he was understand. Quit tomorrow. Yes. Oh, <laughs> someone told me. Member. Well, tomorrow the staff told me tomorrow I'm going to quit. So I don't know. And what about us? Like I don't know. Yeah. And it was it was a weird. Every hostel. picture on Booking. dot com was a photo from the first day they opened. Yes, and it was just every picture was the opposite of what it looked yeah. like on Booking. Yeah, it was like com. I don't know seven stars, and when we arrived, it was two stars or one. <laughs> I would say one. Yeah, I would say one. <laughs> there was one two. functioning bathroom for like ten yes. people, fifteen people. No, 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 and we don't have even lockers, and I don't know. <laughs> 
It was so strange, but well, it was a good experience, it and a, it was cheap. Yeah, and it, that it, is important. It was a great experience, and I think from this, like listeners, you can have questionable travel experiences. But here I am, one year later, yeah. staying with Carlota in her house in Cordoba, Argentina. Yeah, she picked me up from the bus station a few days ago, and it's been so magical here. Thank you so much for having me. Of here. course, I'm um, happy to to do that. Like this can happen when you travel, right? Yeah, of course, and you meet people, and I don't know. It's like a uh, very nice experience. Yeah, I'm so excited to hear your travel story. I heard a bit of it last year, but yes. can you share with me how you first started traveling? What was your first kind of travel inspiration? How did you first start? I think because I well, I have a cousin that always travels and I he make me like he convinced me to do an exchange. Oh, and you that's were the time in high school? Yeah, I know. I had like a 19 years old. Okay. I finished high school and he went to an exchange in Paris. I, I don't remember the year, but I, re, I was like, wow, what an experience. I want to do it. And after that, he finished his change, exchange and then he invited me to an Europe trip. And I was like, okay, I will go. And I went there and I spent like one month and a half in Europe and East Europe and I traveled with him and his friends and it was a beautiful experience and it's the, it was the first time that I traveled to Europe. I traveled to the US, Colombia and all uh, Latin America but I never been in Europe and I think Europe like I don't know it was huge for me. When, when you went to the US just to ask before yeah. we move on to the next part did you have an exchange program there as well? Yes after uh, I came up, kind came back of the Europe trip. I I went to an exchange in uh, Spain, Pontevedra. It's a little town okay. in Galicia, and I spent there six months. And I also traveled. And a year later, I did another exchange in the U.S. in Birmingham, Alabama. Oh wow! Yes, and in Birmingham, I study and also I worked. Was this part of your university? Yes, program? it was like both were a part of university programs. Okay, so but before you were, went to Europe at the age of 19, you yeah. had been a couple of times, you're saying, to the U.S. and yes. to Colombia. Yeah, just with your Disneyland with my family oh, okay. and also Miami and New York. Uh, but there were family trips. The other uh, trips were like, I don't know, Europe was alone. I was with my cousin and it was totally different. Did you travel with your cousin when you were in Europe together? Or? Yes, we traveled together and one of, I don't know, six of his friends. Oh, yeah. wow, that's a big group of people. Yes, very <laughs> large group of people. That's a so, great introduction, I think, when yes. you are going all the way over there by yourself. Of and, course, and yeah. I don't know. It was my first time in Europe and it's totally different to the U.S. and to whole America. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, I don't know, it, it made me very, how to say this, because... There's a lot of feelings when I came to Europe. I feel like I used to live there in another life. I don't know. It was very... It was beautiful. Yeah, I really like it. So I think I have a special feeling with Europe. <laughs> what was one of your best memories of that first trip to Ah, Europe? best memories? I think my best... One of my best memories was uh, being in a train. Uh, we were in Luxembourgo. Uh, all, all the journey during that in the train, like... I don't know. It was the best thing I ever did because I never traveled in train before. So I don't know the landscapes and all the peaceful, the the peace that I have, the things that I watch during that journey. Like traveling all around Europe was beautiful by train. I think 
was the best. Did you get one of the Uriel passes? Yes, I get one of the Uriel and it was very cheap. So I don't know, I could like take a unlimited uh, passes through the day. Mm-hmm. So that was a good option. I think good that's a choice. great option if, if listeners don't know that these yes. things exist. It also exists totally. in Japan. If you go to Japan, you can get yeah. um, seven-day passes for mm-hmm. unlimited travel, 14 yeah. days. Yeah, I think it's the best choice. And you can sleep there also, so you gain like nights. Mm-hmm. We usually stay some nights in the train and, and I don't know, I wake up in Paris and I don't know, it was, I, it was very special. And you get to choose, like, let's yeah, get you off get in to Paris. choose. Let's go yes. around. Yeah. It was like we didn't arrange anything. Like we didn't. It was very spontaneous. Mm-hmm. So one day we choose. Well, let's go to Paris, and the other day, well, let, let's take a train to Switzerland. I don't know. Like it was all like that. And traveling like this, it was like very, very, I don't know, exciting. Are you sleeping in like bunk beds? On yes, the train, in a sleeping car. Sometimes you are lucky to sleep in beds because you booked before, but sometimes it's full and you, you have only like the chairs and. Okay, and you're, you're young. It's it's. Yes, of course. If you're young, you don't mind like right. sleeping nowhere. I don't know. And you wake up with with just an unforgettable view. Of right? course, yeah, yeah. I, I really prefer that. And there's dining cars on the trains. Yes, of course. To eat. See, see, see. Yes. Oh. Well, that's great. Like I said, with that big group of people. You know, yes. comfortable. You about six weeks. You said. Yeah, it was like one, one month and a half, and it was like, it's a traveling with a bag, only a bag of ten kilos, and and it was so exciting. Like, I never did it before, and it was beautiful. That's great. Now, when you went to Birmingham, Alabama, yes, that had to be really different from Cordoba. Yeah, it's, I think. From. Yeah, there are some like cultures are, are totally different. I think in Birmingham they were like very very religious and I'm not so religious but mm-hmm. I was very flexible about that and I really meet very good people there and I really like it too like it was another experience yeah yeah I think it's so important that you said like you're flexible of course. You yeah be... I think when you travel you learn about that like you are flexible and you have to like Prepare yourself that you're going to stay in another place that is not your house, you're not your customs, and everything changes. I don't know. So that's important to be aware of. Where did you stay for your student exchange there? Did you stay by yourself or did you stay with the family? Yeah, in one exchange of in Spain, I rent an apartment with four girls. Like There was a Poland girl and a, another girl from Slovenia, my other friend of Argentina. And in Birmingham, I had a roommate. We live in, like, an, in a house there. Oh, okay. That the houses of the university that they provided. Like, oh, it's through the program. Yeah, student houses, yeah. Okay. And I had a roommate there, so like I had to share. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like your English really improved while you were there? Yeah, I think so, yeah. What about the accent there? I have to ask, like, was uh, it... It was a, weird. It was, I don't <laughs> yes. know if that would have been more of a struggle. But I really like the American accent. Okay. Like, I really like it. Like, I prefer American accent than England. I don't know. I know there's a lot of... Um, I understand it better because, yeah. Um, there's understand. a lot of, like, Netflix programs. Yes. You're hearing that American accent. Yeah. And I'm so. and I when I was there, I started uh, thinking in, in English, you oh, know? that is so, the key. Yeah. yeah. I'm not thinking in Spanish, so I'm thinking now in English. Wow. And that's... 
crazy because you change your thoughts and you change the way you you talk mm-hmm. i know personality is so different in different yeah, languages of course when i was teaching in japan the english speaking personality of the japanese was yeah, so different of course sometimes. yeah i imagine yeah, yeah. well where now and you've mentioned birmingham and i think in spain as well you were there by yourself yes have you taken any other trips by yourself Yes. Totally on your own. Like you're not meeting anyone. anyone. Yeah. Have well, last like year uh, when we met, I make a, a trip alone. Mm-hmm. I went to Portugal and Denmark. And I think uh, traveling alone is the best choice you will ever do because it's, I don't know, it's huge because you're alone there and you get to know people. You don't have friends and you have to be sociable because... You want to meet people. You're in that situation situation that you need to talk and, I don't know, a, meet another culture. And I think I it was the first time that I did it and I was totally alone and, I don't know, I did it all by myself. And it was like, a, I don't know, very good experience. I, lear- I learned a lot and I would do it again and again because traveling alone is awesome. What inspired you at that moment, do you think, to go finally by yourself I all think the way to Europe? I wanted to have that experience because mm-hmm. actually I'm a person that likes to, to be alone. Mm-hmm. I think you have to be travel alone or live alone once in your life because you're alone with yourself and you know yourself more. Mm-hmm. And traveling, you know, you have your own timing, you have your, all your schedules, you do whatever you want. You meet people, you eat different things, you you experience. Yeah. It's like to be experienced. How rare is it if we don't live alone in our hometown? It's very rare, right, to get time completely by yourself in, yes. a, in an unknown environment. Yeah, of course. It's of a course. good way to train yourself. Yes, I think. I, and, and I think that traveling gives you that. Mm-hmm. Like, you, I'm, I'm a person who was very shy before and did this give me like i don't know freedom perhaps and i and i'm not afraid anymore because i experienced it experienced that so it helped me to grow would you say that travel taught you to have more confidence of course yeah Yeah, i'm totally self-confidence it changed me okay i think it's a huge change and everybody should do it yeah yes Um, do you have any plans already for your next solo trip I I would like to travel. Well, I have a long list, but well, I would like to go to Ireland, Iceland. Sorry, mm-hmm. uh, and I really want to go go back to Denmark because it was a very special place. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about Denmark because even when I met you, you had come yeah. from Denmark and you couldn't stop talking. About yes, it. I it. think it was the best place that I have been in Europe. Mm-hmm. For me, if I had to choose a country to live. I would go to Denmark what totally. You, what did you love so much about Denmark? I really like the people. I I really like also the way of living. There is like a, a word that the, it is very important to Denmark uh, people, mm-hmm. and that is called Hugge. It's very special because they I don't know how to. Sp- I'm a graphic designer, and for me, design is very important in a in your life they because it defines you how you live and there in Denmark they think about everything like they have a they don't have so much hours of sun 
So they think about all the spaces and where you live is very important. You will see in Denmark, everything is designed. It's everything like architecture is very important. Uh, spaces are very important. And that's why I really like the way they live. And I don't know, it's like everything is perfect there for me. You, like So can you give an example of how they designed the architecture to perhaps give more sun? Is that what you're Yes, saying? they don't have so much sun during the days. Like in winter, they have, I think, like four hours of sun. So spaces, uh, you spend like 80% in your room, in your house. So they think about that. And the colors they use, everything is like, uh, they think everything. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very interesting the way they live. And what colors did they did seem to be around everywhere that you saw? or what For example, the way they dress, the way they decorate. I don't know, all colors like uh, pastels. Mm-hmm. So like bright, bright colors. colors. Yes, kind of bright colors, your... but not colors like Latin America. They're like it's like more muted. Yes, more muted. More muted. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's like for me, it was very interesting the way they they live. I've heard that one thing they also love in Denmark are they focus on the small moments. Of course, in yeah. It's part of Hugo. It's part of Hugo. It's like yeah. they have a lot of things. Hugo is like it's a very big world. It's becoming a, a, it was trending, I think, last See, year. See, it was a trending, else. yeah. There um, were some books about Hugo. So, listeners, if you're interested in, in this, there's books on Hugo. So, Hugo, yeah. yeah. Like those small moments. The right? small moments, like size, size the day. Oh, seize the day. Yes. Seize the day, sorry. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think, I don't like car, Carpe Diem, like you should enjoy, enjoy every moment of the day. Yeah. Like every minute. Maybe even that moment you're stirring the coffee. Yeah, you know, of course. If you or... wake up someday and you make some tea, do it, like leave the present and make the tea you want, like every day. Like I think that is very important. And when I travel there, it changed my mind of living, you know. Mm, it made you focus um, more on those Of course. Moments, yeah. I think I'm focused more in the moment, in the present. Mm-hmm. I'm not like living in the future and not living in the past. Like I'm trying every day to live in the present because it's the only way to be happy. That's so important. Yeah. And you also mentioned you like the people of Denmark. How? Yes. It's it's of course a generalization, but like, how did you feel the people were? How would you describe them? I think. What, well, what I haven't met a lot like? of people there, but the ones that I met, they're like, I think a little bit introverted. Mm-hmm. But they were very home homecoming mm-hmm. homecoming like very sorry welcoming. Yeah. yeah and I don't know they taught taught me a lot about Hugo so that's I don't know I feel so appreciate about that that's great yeah I definitely can understand being from a graphic design background yeah let's talk a little bit about that because okay. I know that you are a freelancer now yes I am. Can you explain what you what you did before, and then in an, I know you're working in an office, and yeah. then what you're doing now. Well, actually, uh, I worked uh, in an office like two years, mm-hmm. for two years, and last year, I didn't work anymore. Like in October, it changed my mind. I changed my mind, changed my life actually, and I don't know. I don't. I didn't want it to work in an office, and I actually don't like a routine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, a, when I met you, you were just on a vacation. Yeah, of course. And, and I needed to return to Argentina. Yeah. And it was like 22 days of 
uh, vacations and that's it. And I had to return to that office. And I was like, no, I don't want this anymore. So I came back. I waited till October and then I finished my work there and I started to be a freelancer. Mm-hmm. And actually now I'm... You're, you're accustomed to... Like yeah, a costume to graphic design and I'm making big shows also. And I have my own uh, timing now. I'm more relaxed. Sometimes I work more, but I'm very happy to work at my house. Like, it changed that. Do you find most of your work through um, advertising online about your the visuals you've created? Or where would you say that you find the majority of your work now that you're a freelancer? Where are your clients coming from? Ah, my clients. Mm -hmm. Well, I think in the town that I live in, Cordoba, everything, you, like, if you have a job of freelancer, freelancer job, you get, like, contacts, everything. You have to have a lot of contacts. And sometimes I have been working uh, with people and that people recommended and it's like a, I don't know. It's like a web. A web, of course. And that's, that's how, I don't know how, but... It's getting bigger, you know, but... Did you get most of these links from the two years that you were in the office, would you say? No. No, actually, from other parts. Like, I have a... Last year also, apart from that, I have my own studio with a friend. Oh. A graphic design studio, and we make a lot of contacts there. Mm -hmm. Now we are separated in very good terms, but I don't know, we divide some contacts, so... Did, did that the helped contacts me. come to you through fr- friends? Yeah, like saying, we you... started with friends, fami- family, and and we like expanded. Expanded, yeah. Yeah, I've seen that you've done a like you do a variety of things. Like even yesterday we went to <laughs> yes. a friend's house and the refrigerator. There was this oh. very interesting like almost like a sticker that was all over the refrigerator. And yes. you said, yeah, I designed that, and I yeah. was amazed. Well, when I was uh, working with that friend, uh, we had that studio and we also like put stickers in fridge, like we design things and all manually and then we pass it in the computer. Yeah, you like like, uploaded your... Of course. And after that, we print it and then we put it in all the fridges, in the fridge. Yeah, I'm going to put a photo of, the, of your yes, design of course, on, of the, course. For, on that fridge. Because I took a photo. I'm going to put it on the website. Yeah, it's we like we were episode. thinking in design. Uh, the concept that we had uh, is like changing things. And sometimes design uh, makes things prettier. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it, it was like, <laughs> it was very unique. Yeah, like, in terms it's like of... making things unique. Yeah. I think that's that was our goal. You just know? adding, like you were saying about Denmark, adding more of a design yes, process to it. Totally, you know? because it's, design is part of a, your life. Uh, your life, and there is like a quote or a phrase that aims. It is like a very like icon. A he very, designed chairs, right? Yes. About, yes. Yes. And he he always says, "Take your uh, pleasure seriously." Ooh, and I, like that. I think that everything is designed, so I don't know. Living is a pleasure, so you have to, I don't know, be involved in the design. So because it's part of your life, mm-hmm. and it's all is visual in your life. So I think it's, I don't know. It must be taken 
seriously. Yes, I love I that think, quote. Yes. Take your pleasure seriously. Yeah. Well, I, like I said, I will put a photo of that, of your refrigerator. Yeah, cool. Up, up of course. On the website. Of course. Um, and also, so I'm curious because I know you're, for example, in a few days, you're going to do visuals for a pianist who's yes. playing, um, and you're like, you're making all these graphics. It's hard to just explain. You made a YouTube or a video. Yes. Um, they're like videos, but mm-hmm. well, they are called visuals and it's a project that I'm, de- I am doing with a pianist that, well, he like plays some pieces mm-hmm. of, well, is. 21 century and an old ones like I don't know Claude Debussy mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is a very well known pianist and and well the project started uh, this year in January so we are making it and we are we are having a little concert and he's playing and I am like putting my visuals live like I'm changing my visuals there like not changing like um they're connected. When he plays, I the visuals are like... It's almost like they're interacting yeah, with the music. All the time. Mm-hmm. It's like one hour interactive. So that's a, the project about... <laughs> I wish I could stay and see yes, your show. It's so it's cool. just a few more days. Yes, it would it be very cool. Yeah, I know that this is something you have to be there yes. for. You can't yeah. be doing it from another country. And no, I have to be physically there because you have to be synchronized with the pianist you know right like it's all like a trip (laughs) it's all trippy so this work is like obviously you in this case you're a freelancer but you're you have to be here in Cordoba to do it yes of course but how is your life now different from when you were in the office what as you said sometimes you have to work more yes but do you feel like it's worth it I think it's worth it because now I choose what I want to, I don't know, what I want to do, who I want to work with. Like, I make my own choices now, and I am my own boss, and I put myself my limits. Like, I'm sometimes I'm very strict, but I'm really happy now because it's like, this is no pressure. It's like, I want to do things that I really am interesting interested in and I enjoy them when I do it it's not a job for me it's like I wouldn't call it a job because I'm happily doing whatever I want now of course sometimes it's very difficult because it's not giving me so much money than before but I think it's not my point it's not my goal mm-hmm. I'm I want to be happy with working with people that are in the ma- in the same level of consciousness or a symphony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, and I think that I like it better. I'm happier than last year. Good. That's really great to hear. And yes. Especially the stress levels are. Yeah, much of course. Lower. Sometimes yeah. they are higher. Sometimes no, but I think I think stress. You always. We sometimes you always will have it because you have some pressures that it not only depends on you, it depends on other people, but well, that's life. But mm-hmm. it's not, I don't know, it's a risk that everybody should hey, pass. <laughs> I don't know. Because if you want to do, if you like what you do and you want to really want to do something, it makes you happier, there will always be like ups and downs. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
And you're saying, you know, maybe you're not making as much money right now no. as before, but this network you were talking about. Yeah, grows, of course. It grows and everything takes time. Mm-hmm. Everything takes time. And you probably have more time to focus now. Yes. Go deep into these projects. Yes, of course. Yes, yeah. totally. Well, um, if you had any advice for someone who was like scared or they haven't taken that first trip maybe they're young or maybe they're just you know not so sure about going on a solo trip what yeah. advice would you give these types of people that are still the advice the it's like everybody should uh, travel alone mm-hmm. once in a while like not once in a while but once in your life like you should you must it's like a must and because you start to know yourself you grow a lot you meet a lot of people that makes you grow too and i think you have to be experienced uh, i don't know there is like a song of Jimi hendrix that i don't know if it's a song but it's an album <laughs> and that word it always appeared be experienced like you have to make a experience in your life because uh, that's about it's like a group of experience and you grow 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 and I think it's essential for everybody and to not be afraid because sometimes fear paralyzes you and you have to get out of your comfort zone and live the life you really want not your parents or your friends no live the life you really want and just take your fear out because fear is going to paralyze you it's not making any you're making me think of this famous quote yes. fear is the mind killer um that is yes. you know it will stop you it will, it will stop you... you to make things you want mm-hmm. and sometimes it's it's crazy it's like it sounds like a hippie <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but i think you should do every day whatever makes you happy because that's life yeah. and life is so short and you don't know when you're going to be here so i think you should have to enjoy every moment now, I want to ask you one other thing, which is kind of the opposite of what yes. I just asked you for advice for. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that last year you we talked a, a little bit after Portugal um, through WhatsApp. We were talking yeah. about, you were thinking about leaving Cordoba because you were stressed about your work and you were like, I want to move yes. somewhere far away and try the, another culture. But then when I talked to you this yeah, week, you've said, true. I really am actually enjoying my hometown now. I've, I'm really happy right now being... Of course. And I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about yeah, that course. process of how you came to feel. Because some people don't travel or they traveled and then they think about, okay, I want to stay in a more comfortable, familiar yes. place. And it's okay to do that too. Yes, of um, course. I think you have everybody, as I said, has to go and make a trip. But not taking a trip or living another in another country escaping from something Mm -hmm. because you think that you're going to be happier in another place than your town i have an answer it happened to me that i was so stressed about my job and i found myself that i didn't want to live in cordoba anymore but the problem was that it wasn't cordoba it was me and actually uh, that's wrong because you have to be very good uh, with yourself first and then you go to another country like it's not sometimes we blame the country or the culture and the town you live but that's not the answer like uh, you have to be very good in peace with yourself and doing whatever you want because 
sometimes you want to escape and it's not not there it's not going to i don't know make the things better like mm -hmm. you have to be good and actually now i'm very happy in cordoba and i really want to live here and i'm doing the things i want and i always thought that in another country i would like grow up and have better jobs and no and that's wrong because i think that's not the way things are like you had to stay here sometimes or i had to explain. sometimes it's easier to take those risks in a very comfortable environment like you have your family around yes you, you have of course like, friends that you've had forever and maybe sometimes you can build the base first in the place that you are from yes of course you know the best and it's not impossible language. to do it in another place of course i'm yes. not saying that but i'm saying that You have to be, I don't know, like, peace with yourself. You, if you want to escape, don't go to another country to escape or because you think that things are better better in another place. Mm -hmm. Don't make that be the reason. Yeah. Go for curiosity or go of for course. adventure. Yes, yes. Something new. that's a, my point. Yeah. yeah. I know you changed your situation in court. Of course. Year. You quit the office. And yes. then maybe that was, you know... The, the most helpful thing. Yeah, I think I call it like evolution and see the things with another eyes because sometimes we see things with black eyes and we don't know that a lot of things you can do it in, I don't know, next to your house, for example. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's like yeah. A, changing your point of view. Mm -hmm. Just just get a change of perspective. Of course, perspective. Everything. Because that's about, everything is about perspective in life, I think. Well, thank you for sharing some of these insights on different issues that I've not talked about with some people of before. Course. Yeah, I'm very glad to yeah. share it. And, and well, I hope that someone listened and feel touched about it. Yes, yes. And if people want to follow you, where can they find you on the big internet out there? Well, my portfolio of graphic design is in Behance. I have a Behance that I also like uh, download my projects mm -hmm. my graphic design projects but my visuals I don't actually I don't have a website but I'm doing it now so my big hands only mm -hmm. and also my Instagram is charibeka okay so that's c-h-a-r-i-b-k yes of course and I also share a lot of things that I do daily mm -hmm. and you're such a visual person and if you listeners if you follow her on Instagram she has a great visual eye and it's fun oh to thank see you posts, so. I also like taking a lot of pictures and I enjoy a lot so yeah. you can enjoy it <laughs> we'll put the link on the website for people because I know sometimes spelling the names of, of the, the accounts yes. can be challenging yeah I know so. Yes. Well, thank you so much for taking oh, the time. Oh, thank you. We're sitting here in your bedroom just reminiscing in Cordoba about meeting last year. And I look forward to meeting you again. And of course. And it's so great when you connect the way we You're do. You're always and welcome. And I'm very glad to take part in this interview and very happy to share my thoughts. Thank you so much, Carlota. Of course. <laughs> thank you. And I'll enjoy Cordoba. We're going hiking tomorrow, guys. So exciting. We're going to a waterfall, so... I recommend you to come to Cordoba and Argentina because it's a beautiful country too. It's beautiful. It's a big country. There's a lot to see here and a lot of beautiful nature in Cordoba. Yeah. So, all right. Well, thank you. I hope you enjoyed my interview with Carlota this week. And I think a great takeaway from what we discussed was her Eames quote that she gave us, take your pleasure seriously. 
whether that is back in your hometown after lots of travel experiences or just in the everyday moments like Carlota and I discussed with the Danish concept of Hugge. I will be back in two weeks with part three of my Argentina interview series. Until then, travel, explore, and enjoy. Thanks for listening to the School of Travels podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love for you to subscribe and leave us a rating wherever you get your podcasts. Special thanks to The Sam Chase for allowing us to use their song, In a Perfect World. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode, and remember to always let travel be your teacher. If you keep your options open, there are places you will go. They will treat you like the kings and queens your parents thought you'd be when you were born. You'd see it all with your head up standing tall, and you'd look back and think it's funny how you spent your time and money in this world. Living in this